Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Mike and Abdallah. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Do, da, dippity. You can get with this or you can get with that. You can get with this or you can get with that. It's Friday night. It's Black and Abdallah. All calls welcome. Friday night calls sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. That's right. Tito's Handmade Vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof. Crafted to be savored responsibly. And we'll take your calls tonight at 312-332-3776. Abdallah, it's our favorite night of the week. Friday nights, we take the calls. We have a lot of fun. We're here for the next two hours on ESPN 1000. Yeah, it's awesome. Can't wait. Call us about whatever you want to. Listen, here's here's the thing. If you're like, what should I get this person for the holidays? Call us up. We'll help you out. Oh, okay. I feel like we'd be good advice advicemen on that. You know, I need a, I need a bottle of this. What should I going to a holiday party? What should I bring? Yeah. Uh, what should I wear? That Absolutely. kind of stuff. Let's give out some advice tonight. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. All of your calls, no matter what they're about, are welcome. Absolutely. It's Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. We'll also talk some football with you, the Bears and the Browns Sunday, week 15 in the NFL. We'll preview the game. Uh, Some good news today from the Bears injury report. Jaquan Brisker today with his groin injury. He was limited today in practice. He's listed as questionable for the contest on Sunday, which is a big deal. Yesterday we talked about it. The fact that Brisker is questionable, I would imagine as we get to Sunday, that means he'll be likely in the lineup and and he'll be needed as the Bears enter this game against a tough Browns team with a a so-so offense and a quarterback that I think we all think is gettable. We, we all agree that Joe Flacco is not anything special, and the Bears' defense should have a good day on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. And if you look at the other side, you know, the Browns are banged up. You know, uh, Delpit's out. You've got uh, uh, Juan Thornhill is out with their safety. You've got their center is out, and Ethan Pochich, he's out. And then you've got a bunch of guys that are questionable on their defensive line. And, you know, a couple of their, their one of their Jordan tackles, is, or their uh, defensive tackles, his name is Jordan, their ta- defensive tackles is questionable so a lot of injuries for the browns as well i think this is a team right now like if you if this game would have happened six weeks ago i'd be like i don't know this is gonna be tough right but i feel like the way that the injuries have played out the way that the bears defense has been playing the way the offense has been playing the past few weeks i feel like this is a very gettable game for the Bears. I really like them plus three points on the road. I think they can win this game outright. I think that they can get to Flacco. They can make him uncomfortable. They can force him into some bad throws. I really do think that this is the right time to be facing this Browns team. And uh, I think the Bears can walk away on Sunday with a win. The improvement we've seen defensively really has allowed this team to stay in games. And, you know, if if you look at it, and I know that it, it happened. So we have to acknowledge the own four start. Since that point, since the own four start, the Bears are five and four. Now, I know that that may sound like pie in the sky. Like, look at this. You're only looking at the positives because that first month of the season started. That happened. Like, we have to acknowledge that they went own four to start the season. But the fact that since October the 5th, the Bears are five and four, I think is impressive. I don't think at, at that point, entering that Washington game, when we were sitting there heading into an October 5th game, 
that we were expecting that this team would play above 500 football from here on out. Now, they have four games left to kind of either prove either the critics wrong and suggest that they are better than what the record shows, or if they lose a couple of games here down the stretch, they may be, yeah, they're exactly who we thought they were in the first month of the season. They have the opportunity in front of them. And that's why I think this game against Cleveland is intriguing because since the 5th of October, they're 5-4. and four. And, and I think what I have seen is the defense has allowed the Bears and the offense to figure it out, but also allowed them to stick in games. And that's the difference with how it was early in the season. Some of those games, Packers game, the Kansas City game, the, the defense was so bad in the Kansas City game that things were just a blowout by halftime. There was no contest there. And this team has completely changed as far as a defensive effort mindset in the last month or so. And, and I think that's where entering this game, even if the quarterback struggles, even if this defense for the Browns is really good, the Bears should stick in this game. I don't see a blowout one way or the other in this matchup. No, no, I don't either. I don't think that Joe Flacco in this Browns offense will be able to put up a lot of points against the, the Bears defense of the way that they've been playing. But I also think it might be a bit of a struggle for the Bears to score. But if you want to argue against me, you could say, look at the last three Browns games. The last three Browns games, they've given up an average of 30 and a half points a game. So the defense has been struggling. I know that, you know, Miles Garrett is playing uh, a hurt with a shoulder injury. His backup is out. So right now you're looking at they have depth issues. So if something happens to Miles Garrett in the game, like they're going to their third string guy at that position. So there's a lot of, of stuff that's up in the air. I do think it's going to be close. I don't think that the Bears are going to blow them out. It'd be great to see. It'd be awesome to see them go to Cleveland and blow, blow out the Browns. But I don't think they're going to. I I originally thought 16-13, something like that. I might go a little bit higher scoring for the Bears. Maybe they can win by a little bit bigger margin. Maybe, you know, 17-13. It'd be more than that. It'd be like 21 or 24, something like that. But I do think the the Bears defense is going to hold their own and continue to play well. Black and Abdallah on a Friday night. All calls welcome. It's the last Friday night that we are together. So it's a, a special Friday night. Aww. All calls welcome with Black and Abdallah in 2023. The last one with the two of us Aww. and sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Declan in Homewood. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Declan? Hey, I just wanted to talk about Fields and the Bears and potentially trading away that number one pick. I think... Although we've had criticism around Fields, like, is he the guy? Now, no, he's not no Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he ever will be. But I think he has the potential that if we get the number one pick, trade that away two, three more picks and surround him with all the weapons. And I think you can develop him. And I think he could bring you far into the season, like make the playoffs. Okay, so you're, uh, you're for Fields staying in the future. Um, yes. Okay, we got you down, Declan. Thank you, thank you for the call. All right, man. All right, thank you. We go to Jason on the south side. You're on ESPN 1000. All calls welcome. What's up, Jason? <laughs> hey, fellas, thanks for taking my call. What's up, Jason? All right, I also agree that we should keep Justin Fields around, but I'm thinking that he's no longer our quarterback for the future. We go ahead and draft Caleb Williams, but Justin becomes our gadget player. He's our Taysom Hill, our version of New Orleans Taysom Hill. So. I know that he's basically not going to be the guy out there blocking people, but you could have him in there on situational downs or just, like I said, gadget plays, something a la Taysom, Taysom would do. And Justin hasn't pr- 
proved himself to be an elite starting quarterback in this league. So I don't think you pay him tons of money. You put him on a contract like, like Taysom's and you rock with it there. And I don't know, just seeing what you guys, I, I know he wouldn't go for it. And it's a, a kind of absurd uh, idea, but they're able to do it in New Orleans. So why not here? You know? Well, Jason, I mean, Justin Fields is a much better quarterback than Taysom Hill. Yeah. As far as arm strength, because accuracy-wise numbers, they're not too far off. As far as playing the position, quarterback is a better quarterback. I haven't seen that much out of Justin to say that he can read defenses better than Taysom Hill or get the ball downfield better. Because when he had his chance to just be the full-time starter in New Orleans, he's putting up comparable numbers, except he's not running a 4-3-40 and blazing past people pretty quick and he's able to get outside it's just yeah justin's got him on the leg edge but other than that quarterback wise they're pretty comparable so why did the saints bring in Derek carr then because Derek carr is a full-time game managing quarterback and Taysom hill is a guy that like i said you can bring in on situational trick plays and he might be able to get you 30 40 yards might be able to get you that one or two yards you need on a sneak or something but he's not going to be your every down for the year quarterback he gets hurt too often because he is in those positions. Okay. Got you down, Jason. Thanks for the phone call. All right. There he is, Jason on the South Side. Abdallah, your thoughts. With all due respect to Jason, and I appreciate you listening, and I appreciate the phone call, and to anybody else that has the same thoughts, I appreciate you listening, and I appreciate the phone calls. I am no longer going to entertain those phone calls. All calls are welcome, except for phone calls that are going to say make him a wide receiver, tight end, or running back. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You're either going to keep him and pay him, or you're going to trade him, and someone else is going to try to make him a quarterback, or he's going to be a backup somewhere. He's a quarterback. He played in the college football playoff. He played in a national championship game. Like, I'm not saying he's that great. I'm not saying he's, like the last caller said before, said he's not Patrick Mahomes. I understand that he's not Patrick Mahomes, but the dude is playing better than he did last year. Look at his last 17 games. Over 3,000 yards, 3,000 total yards, or actually over 4,000 total yards, 3,000 yards passing, over 4,000 total yards, 33 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Like, that's not Taysom Hill, okay? That's not a running back. That's not a wide receiver. I'm sick of this. Like, it's insane for people to just be like, oh, just make him a tight end. That's not how it works. He's either a quarterback or he's not. And if he's not, you either trade him and move on, and you start your franchise over with a Caleb Williams or a Drake May or Bo Nix or whoever, and if you think he is the guy, you pick up the fifth-year option and you build around him, and then he's your quarterback for the next few years. And if after the fifth year, it's not working out, then you draft a quarterback. Fine. But, like, this ridiculousness that we're going to move him to running back or tight end (laughs) and bring him in for gadget plays, get out of here with that crap. It's ridiculous. It's... It's borderline disrespectful to Justin, to Fields. Borderline? It is just disrespectful. I just wasted time looking up Taysom Hill stats. So did I. Taysom Hill has 295 attempts at quarterback in seven years of playing for the Saints. Fields in one season this year has 255. Taysom Hill cannot throw the football. He can't. He's not a quarterback. He's a gadget backup player. That's what he is. Justin Fields is at least a quarterback. You may not like him, but he's a quarterback. 
It's Friday Night Calls. All calls welcome. Sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. It's Blocking Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. Except for those calls. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. I'd like you to meet someone who's really special. It's Black and Abdallah. A real inspiration. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. Welcome, sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Hanging out with you on a Friday night at 312-332-3776. Thomas on the south side. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Thomas? Hi, how are you? We're good, man. What's up? What's up? Um, first off, I loved your take on the last thing you said uh, with the guy. I mean, you can't make Justin Fields anything other than a quarterback. He's got too much accomplished in his career, in my opinion. Yeah, as far as his college career and his actual career. But you did say you would help with Christmas presents, and I am under yeah. the, con- yeah. the problem. Yeah, that's what we're here for. In the last three years, I've bought my wife damn near everything. Sorry about the language, but no, you're good. Damn everything she's yeah, ever good. asked for. And now I'm wondering what to buy my first-generation Mexican wife that I haven't considered. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I've already gotten her all the mole stuff, all of the stuff to make all of the authentic Mexican food. I've gotten everything jewelry-wise. I've gotten her all of her cosmic. So you've gotten, you've gotten the, like, tennis bracelets. Yeah. You've gotten the necklace. You've yeah. gotten all kinds of things like that. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't get her a, a tennis bracelet. Well, tennis bracelets are diamonds nice. Diamonds aren't really that cheap. Yeah, well, diamonds aren't cheap. Get, um, What's your, is she around? Yeah. Is she around? No. All right, no, what's your I'm, budget? What's your budget? Uh, about four hundred, if I'm being honest. Ooh, okay, all right, all right. Nice do some budget. damage I mean, with four hundred dollars. Yeah, nice gift, Thomas. That. That's nothing my, to sneeze at, right there. I yeah. spend about four hundred every year for Christmas, but I can't think of anything to get her because I I've okay. Much gotten well, aside day. from just handing her four hundred dollars, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> which would be not the I, worst. I thing. think four hundred dollars is a good budget. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of jewelry you could buy for four hundred dollars. Um, not necessarily a tennis bracelet, but you could do, you know, a solid pair of earrings. You could do a nice necklace with just like a singular like diamond on it. I feel like yeah, four hundred is good for like a ticket My to an event or something. Yeah, year, but yeah, I got, tic- a, I got a pearl, and there were diamonds on the pearl necklace. So I mean, that's my issue. Is like. I already did that. All right, let me so ask you this. Uh, what What does she like as far as entertainment-wise? Yeah. Like, does she have a favorite music act? Does she... She's a huge soccer fan, which Ooh, I know, all right. if I'm not mistaken, Adala was a huge soccer person. Yeah, yeah. Chris and I are both big soccer yeah, people. Um, you could always so, buy her tickets to a game. That uh, That's probably around 400 bucks. Okay. Um, you could do that. That's kind of like an event that you two could do to get, could like do together my wife has gotten me uh tickets to stuff before and i've really enjoyed that because it's like it's not just like oh here's it's christmas it's time to go to the jewelry whatever like it's an event that she will that like you guys could go together and like really enjoy you know what i mean you can make like a whole day or even a weekend of it like you could you know say hey let's plan a trip somewhere and like all that kind of stuff but also we're going to the soccer game that i bought us tickets for like i was thinking because 
her favorite players, uh, I want to say Messi, because I bought her the sure. national championship Messi jersey. All right. And I know he's going to be moving to um, the States, but I can't remember what team. Miami. I was he's playing he was for Miami, yeah. Miami yeah. FC. Okay, okay. That was really where I was thinking. Is I yeah. was trying to figure out. Because I bought her the um, when they won the last. I bought her the actual like mm-hmm. messy jersey, yeah. and I was thinking maybe it would be a cool idea to get maybe the messy jersey from Miami, I guess, and then maybe figure out a trip to get to Miami. Yeah, I would say Thomas. How old are you guys? Uh, I'm 36. She's 37. All right, so you guys are young. You guys are our age. Young. You're young. Go to Miami. Have fun in Miami. Spend the $400 on the tickets in a jersey and make it like an event. Say, hey, we're going to pay for it. We're going to go to a trip to Miami. We're going we're gonna, to like co-pay for that, whatever. But I've got the tickets covered, and I got you a jersey. Cool. I was just I was trying to figure out the I – mean, I, I apologize. It seems stupid now after I couldn't think of what name where he was playing. No, it's it all good. Sense. That's what we're here for. And I do take – you can't have field be anything other than – and I've been listening to ESPN for my entire life, but you can't field be anything other than a One hundred percent agree. Quarterback. I'm I mean, with you on that the one. Point? I mean, honestly, they tried doing that when uh, Tebow was playing in Florida, and honestly, they moved him to a quarterback because he actually was <laughs> a more qualified quarterback. Correct. You can't mm-hmm. have people come in. His first year when he was a – quarterback that came in just to run he wasn't able to run at all because the fact is anytime tebow was on the field you knew he was going to run yeah 100 percent agree ended up winning the heisman the next year because they didn't know if he was going to pass or run you have him as a guy who's just going to be there and you know as soon as fields is on the field he's going to run the football you're going to get him his ass is going to get yeah you know, i apologize for my language nope. again, oh, but no ass, worries his, you, you can say, say damn ass, ass. hell yeah. damn fart man Damn ass, go for it. In like five seconds. <laughs> Feels because good. Every time he, he is on the field, you know what he's going to do, and that's he's not big enough to get that done. Thank like, you, Thomas. Even the the guy on the phone, Tyson Hill. That yeah, Tyson Hill. Yeah, bigger, bigger. Yep, he's, bigger. Bigger. Yeah, Thanks, man. Yeah. All right, Thomas. Good luck. Get those. Uh, get the soccer jersey. Get the soccer. Let tickets us know how going. it goes. Enjoy it. All right. You have a nice day. All right, Thanks. there he is. There's Thomas on the south side. That's what we're here for, man. There That's what we're here for. And we, look, boom, our sound's working again. Hey. Like Things are rolling. Things are rolling. I, I, was, I was looking for this earlier uh, a couple calls ago. So, Thomas, this is not for you. Not for you at all, right? But I just think for we need to guy. establish for it that other guy. for the Taysom Hill guy. Yeah. For that other guy. That's what we, we need. we appreciate the phone call and you listening. We just vehemently disagree with you. We go to Cooper. In Alpha. Cooper, you're on ESPN yes, 1000. Yes, I, I didn't want to talk too much Alpha. about Justin Fields. Alpha. Too much. There you go. Hello. Yeah. yeah, we got you. We got you, man. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Like I, like, I know everybody want to talk about Justin Fields and his future. I just want to talk about this game. I'm trying to take it a game at a time, just like the players are. And I feel like, because uh, I call them get back games, like the Washington game and, uh, and the Lions games. And I feel like, them the games that Justin really get up for. And I really hope this line seen some tape, some film of that last game that he played, and I hope they play their best game this game. I don't want to see Justin touch. I really want to see him have a game because uh, this will be a full circle moment, and it could show all his progression that he made from his rookie year to now. 
And uh, it, it, that is just to be nice to see. And I know the defense go get up for him, and it seemed like the team got his back. And I like, and that's the one reason why I really don't want Fields to get traded or anything is because it's like this is the first time I've felt this team actually be a team all together. The offense, defense, it feel like they really got a bond. They growing a bond together. So it just it'll feel weird to take one of the big pieces from it and um and uh just take it away and then trade it away after they just built these bonds. So that's that's all I really had to say. Good call, Cooper. Appreciate you, man. You know what? Cooper makes right, a really thanks. good point because you were talking about um, we were talking about that Charles Robinson article that's been going around that Waddle and Sylvie had him on. They talked about it and how a bunch of GMs said, like seven GMs said that they would trade Justin Fields yeah. and then draft a quarterback number one. And when Courtney was on, Courtney Cronin was on, who was our Bears reporter, was on with Cap and Jay Hood. This morning, yeah. Yeah, she was echoing the comments of, you got to understand what they're building. Like, she mentioned chemistry Chem- and the locker room. They and, love and what Justin Fields yeah. in that locker room. No one in that locker room, whether it's DJ Moore after he after he thinks he's open and Fields doesn't get the ball to him or Mooney, not a single guy in there doesn't like Justin Fields. This is not a Zach Wilson situation. This is not a we need to get this guy out of here and get better talent situation. This is not that. They all love Justin Fields. And I don't know what the mood would be like if they traded him and, and brought in another quarterback. I'm sure that they would get along just fine with a new quarterback. But the point is that the chemistry and the bond that they have, and they believe that they are building something. They believe that these wins and the way that he's playing this year since he's come back from injury, and even before the injury, and the flashes that they saw in like four or five games last year when they were putting up 30 points a game before he got hurt. Like that's what they're looking at and saying, look what we can, we know what we can be. We just need more help. You need to build more around him to get to that point consistently. I think there's no doubt about it. The players in the locker room, they play for the quarterback, Mm -hmm. and they like the quarterback. Absolutely. Like, that is absolutely one thing that I've picked up on from just listening to players up at House Hall to the time that we've spent with Eddie Jackson this Mm -hmm. season, with TJ Edwards, Mm -hmm. with both of them. They like playing for just playing for a quarterback like Justin Fields yeah. and, and what Justin brings to the team. It's Black and Abdallah. It's a Friday night. All calls welcome. It's sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Follow the show on Twitter at Chris Black and at Adam A. Abdallah. Halftime, playing field. You're on ESPN 1000 with Black and Abdallah. All calls welcome. What's up? Yo, I'm, how y'all doing, man? I just What's wanted up? to, uh, I just wanted to ask because I'm not going to say anything bad about fans here, but both mad and patient. You know what I mean, like Justin Fields. I don't look. I don't remember the last quarterback that came in and just started and just start beating everybody. You know what I mean? It takes time for them dudes to 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 grow. Now, yeah, look, I mean there are guys like rattle, that. You know, like there's like Joe Burrow's and stuff up. like that. You know what I mean? But there's like he Joe had Burrow, mad yeah. struggles though, right? He did. He in did. He got first hurt. Couple years. He had a lot of struggles, right? He got so hurt. Look, he got injured. Think about think about all the quarterbacks that everybody says is great. They Hall of Famers. Then they sit behind somebody. Then they learn, or were they just thrown into it? Not always. You, there's, yeah. there's always right. 
Whichever argument you want to make, there's always an example, right? Like Peyton Manning started from the start. Yeah. He struggled a little. His first, how many years, how many years did it take for him to actually get like good though? Because his first, his first two years was like his first year yo, was really bad. bad. Well, his, his first, first year, he led the really league in bad. interceptions, but I, I think right. he was showing signs that he was a legit quarterback year two and yeah. right. and on. So what? So Justin Fields is not showing any signs he's legit. We're not saying that. I think he is. Oh, yeah. I mean that's I, what like, I'm like, hearing. I, well, not from y'all, but I hear that a lot from like yeah. Because I listen to I listen to y'all a lot, and I hear that Thanks. a lot from the callers and stuff. Yeah, but no, like, we hear it too. I. I guess it, yeah, it's, so like it's what they, you expect, right? Like, if you want Fields to be Mahomes or Burrow, unfortunately, we're at the point, I don't think that's going to happen. Now, could he be, in his best season, what Dak is doing right now? I think it's possible, you know, right. four or five he years from now. He could probably be that better he, than that. If you, yeah, I if think you, that's if possible. If you got patience, he could probably be better than that. But what what I keep hearing is folks want to start from, like, you want to go back to the starting line? Are you crazy? Like that's yeah, crazy for I me. For me, because like, yeah, you get a new coach, he gonna want a new quarterback. You get a new quarterback, you gonna rehaul the whole roster, and then five years from now, you're gonna be saying the same thing, right? No, absolutely, absolutely, Ata. Thank you. Appreciate the call, man. Thank you the, for the call. No problem. I'm Thanks, still man. not a hundred percent, one hundred percent, bringing back Justin yet. Yeah, I'm still not there yet because. Think about what we're doing this year, right? Mm-hmm. Like what we did for a month before he had a concussion and might not play this week is everybody's was saying and watching CJ Stroud and saying the Bears missed out. Well, they did. Okay. And what are you going to say next year when if Caleb Williams is good, if Drake May is good, if Bo Nix is good, if any of the quarterbacks that you could have been had, we'll keep saying it, are good. That's my point, right? That's, that's what my we're point. Do is we're like, that's keep why saying that they missed. I'm not. I'm not 100 <laughs> sticking with Justin yet. I need to see the four games. As of right now, I'm trending towards keeping Justin and building around Justin. I think the most telling thing to me, besides the Bears starting to play better and starting to win games, is the look at if you take his last 17 games. Yes, and the numbers that you take from the last 17 games Fields has played are actually a pretty good quarterback. Yes. So, I mean, if that's what you want to look at, I just think because it's not eye-popping, because he's not throwing for three touchdowns and 300 yards every single week, people are not ranting and raving about how great he is and how he could be the next it guy mm-hmm. that they just want to jump off. They, yeah. they want to move on to the next player. Yeah, and I think that, you know, what will happen is, and that's why this is such a tough decision for Ryan Poles, is that you have a chance to also reset yourself financially. Like financially, you could you do have the option of like like look, okay, hear hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm listening. Hear me out. I don't want to go back to zero. It's though. not it's not going back to zero though. Everyone says it's going back to zero. It's not. It feels like it's going back to zero. You can say that all you want. New coach, new quarterback. Cool. Legit legit roster though. Like this, this is a legit defensive roster. Okay. DJ Moore is a true number one wide receiver, and you're going to draft another true number one wide receiver, and you're going to improve your offensive line, and you're going to have Montez Sweat, and you're going to spend money more on your defensive line and try to bring in a three technique, and maybe you re-sign Yannick Ngakwe at a discount. Maybe you just draft that position. Whatever you do, my point is this is different than when they they 
got rid of everyone and traded Roquan and traded everybody else. This is completely different. You are now bringing a rookie quarterback into a great defensive team in a situation where he's got a pretty good offensive line in front of him. They've been playing really well the last few weeks, really well this season altogether. They're, they lead the league in rushing. Or not lead the league. They're top five in rushing this year. You're bringing in a, a quarterback into a completely different situation than you did when you drafted Justin. Completely different. Sounds like the situation you drafted Trubisky in. Well, okay. But is Caleb Williams or Drake May or Bo Nix ceiling at Justin's level or higher than what Justin is? I'll guess higher. Okay. I'll guess higher. All right. I'll guess higher. So then what so then I think you just made your decision for you, buddy. No, I'm not making a decision. Well, I'm just You're saying not I think making I did. decisions uh, for I me. I just think I did. I think for myself. I just over think here. I did. Uh Ryan in Avondale. You're on ESPN one thousand. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Chris. Yes. Hello, Ryan. Ryan. Um, Dog basically just said exactly what I was going to say. So oh, I'm like, sorry. I was actually thinking, thinking about hanging up, but no, like, don't hang up. Say it again. You're actually, <laughs> you're actually, you're actually exactly right. This is what I wanted to bring up: is that the team that a new stud quarterback would be walking into is far better than what Trubisky walked into, and you would be positioning yourself on a rookie quarterback contract. So, like next year, what is? Uh, what is what do we have to pay Fields if we keep him? Well, for, next year you just pay him whatever. His, it's the fifth year that would be the more expensive one. The fifth year is around twenty five million dollars, and then after but, that is when his you would have to give him a new contract. Right. So 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 next year you either trade him for something or try and get value, which no one I don't think is going to be interested in, and you pay him a base of one point six million dollars. So you eat one point six million dollars to keep him on another tryout for a year. That kind of makes sense to me. But having Caleb Williams with Justin Fields is, does not make sense to me. No. So and you don't I, want to miss out on this quarterback class. So that's what I was going to ask next. Is do you wait one more year? I don't know who's, up, who's, who's in the pipeline. You would almost have to wait. Like I, there's a strong possibility. Like yeah. I've been seeing early voting. Like the high, like Jalen Milrow is up for is like the favorite to win the Heisman next year. Yeah. I mean, Quinn Ewers is still undecided, right? He He's said undecided. he might. He said he might come back. I mean, they're all in the starting quarterback at the end of the season, right? At this point, aren't we not far off from just hoping and waiting for Arch Manning? Yeah, that was. I was going to say, what are we Which waiting for? Arch two Manning? years off, two years from away. That? Yeah. Well, assuming he plays, like if Quinn Ewers decides to come back to Texas, he's going to start. And then Arch, what's Arch uh, Manning going to do? He's going to transfer. That's what everyone does. That's what you pay these scouts for, right? And they should yes. be able to figure it out. But I, I, I'll leave you guys with this. Dan Patrick says it right. Defense wins championships. If you're building a stud defense right now like the Bears are used to, you, you'll be able to find your Rex Grossman and make a run. <laughs> you Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate it. Uh, Ryan, uh, my neighbor. Oh, um, hi, Ryan. Yeah, there he is. Uh, so, Black and Abdal here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. How about we go to Nick in Indiana? All calls welcome. What's up, Nick? Hey, gentlemen. Nick, how are I, I'm, you? Look, I'm good. I'm, I'm just, I'm tired of the, the Bears talk and okay. the Justin Fields recourse. So That's fine. Let, let, let's change it up here. It's all sure. calls welcome. It is. By all means, yes. So I'm going to ask you guys, since the last all calls welcome of the year, what were your favorite concerts of the year? Let's go top three. 
Okay. Chris, you want to go first? Did you go to three concerts this year? Uh, this year, <laughs> I uh, went to concerts. three last months. I went to I went to one concert this year. It was called Lollapalooza. Oh yeah, uh, I went to count. Lollapalooza and I saw the 1975. Oh yeah, you Had did go see 1975. Time. Okay, it was a great time. I think that's the only concert I went to this year. Oh, I'm not taking away. You, you go to concerts concert? every every six hours. I'm, I I don't I don't. Here's what the weird part. I don't think I'm going to anymore, but I might sneak out for a Sunday night concert that doesn't start till like 10 o'clock i thought you had two concerts scheduled for tonight no 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 not tonight sunday night dusk is uh one of my favorite albums of the year they're playing at the empty bottle on sunday night i might sneak out for that but it doesn't start till like nine and i'm old so um let's see my top three okay i'll i'll do it this way all right favorite band that i've already seen before but it's got to Just see them. Just give a list of three. Shut up. I'm talking to a music person. You sit out. <laughs> Sean, do me a favor. Sean producing the show tonight along with Jack. Turn off Chris's mic. He doesn't mic. have the power. Chris, turn off Chris's mic he for a second while I talk it. to a fellow music man, okay? He That's, yeah, your mic was cut. Your mic was cut. All right. That wasn't me. All right, Nick, here we go. So my favorite, uh, one of my favorite things to do is see big band, small venue. It's great. Uh, Seeing Wilco and Fall Out Boy, not together, uh, obviously, but at the Metro was awesome. Seeing Fall Out Boy at the Metro was great. Seeing Rise Against at the Metro was awesome. My favorite new band that I'd never seen before, uh, it was also my album of the year, Fiddlehead. They played also at the Metro. Great show, phenomenal album. Check out Fiddlehead. Also check out their band before they were fiddlehead have heart also a great band um and then my favorite uh band that i saw at a festival was probably pennywise uh because i got to be i got to be on stage humble wow brag. look at that i got to be on stage uh for pennywise humble brag at riot fest uh them and gaslight anthem at uh at riot fest were probably great if you want to see more of my favorite concerts <laughs> i'll probably put something on like instagram when i'm sitting around my in-laws house board uh you know and put something on there of all my favorite your concerts. Instagram yeah, page? I did. I did because I tried to make one, and then Instagram crashed on me, and the app shut down, and Unreal. it deleted my draft of the post, Unreal. and so it couldn't go away. So I know you said top three, but I gave you like five because I actually looked. I was like, I probably went to less concerts this year since I had a baby. Nope, went to more more concerts since the baby was born. Thank you, Nick. You're welcome. You guys have a good New Year. Thanks, Nick. You Merry too. Christmas. Happy There's New Year. Nick. He's always in the Twitch chat hanging out. You can watch us on A21 YouTube Live. Schizoid Man. You can watch name. us on YouTube Live and Twitch, ESPN 1000 Chicago. Yeah, that. I think I went to one concert I'm the sorry. entire year. Well, yeah, guess what? You're already going to one next year, too. What about Metallica? We're going year? to Metallica. Right. Yeah. yeah, and then Lollapalooza. I'll go Lollapalooza. We'll go again. to Lala again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, I, I get my that's fill. Fine. <laughs> that, that's fine. That's that's my fill. That's my fill. There it is. Black and Abdallah. It's a Friday night. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? Walking Abdallah, weeknight, 6-8, right here on ESPN 1000. Friday night calls, all calls welcome. It's sponsored by Tito's. Handmade Vodka will continue with the phone calls. We also have a great Song of the night coming up in just a moment. Here with Black Abdallah. I think the only two people in the city of Chicago that will enjoy the song of the night are you and me. No. That's it. The, only, the two of us, we're going to love this song of no, the night. No, I mean, maybe. We're the only two. I think some people 
Like, this is one where you suggested we've been talking a lot about how I need more con- creative control over Song of the Night. Yeah. Because uh, you're a Song of the Night czar. And uh, you said, what about this song? And I went, F yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm pumped for it. Uh, so we'll get to the Song of the Night in just a moment right here on ESPN 1000. Lou and Aurora, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Lou? Yeah, hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, on, on the draft scenario for the Bears, my whole uh, linchpin would be if Marvin Harrison Jr. declares. Okay. And I would take Marvin Harrison Jr. first, and Ooh. then on the second pick, I would take the best stud lineman, whether defense mm-hmm. or offense. Mm-hmm. Now, my, my offense then would be if you deployed Marvin Harrison Jr. and more, and you had commit and you spread those out, what would that do for the offense? Yeah. The defense would have to cover all of them. Yeah. And the, the run game then would excel there. And plus, uh, uh, you know, it, I think it would help. The, and I think with uh, Justin, it, it would help him also. And our offense would be much better if we could deploy those receivers and spread the defense. Uh, so... Uh, that, that's my scenario, but I, thanks, I don't Lou. know if, Mar- if Marvin Harrison is going to declare or not. I think he will, and thanks for the call, Lou. We I think appreciate he will it. Too, I think he will. But, okay, I, like, am I going to be the one that's like, I don't need Marvin Harrison Jr.? Like I don't, and, and it's not that oh. I, don't, I don't need a number one wide receiver. I disagree. I don't need, I don't need Marvin but Harrison what, Jr. What I, if I, he's a surefire Hall of Famer? Okay, and, that's fine. And you know, okay. legit, you stick him in the lineup for the next 12 years, he's going to be one of the top five if, wide receivers in football. If I'm Ryan Poles, and I can get enough draft capital, if I end up trading the pick back, and I end up trading farther back than three, farther back than four, and I know that I'm going to get Malik Neighbors or Odunze from Washington, and I can't remember the kid out of uh, uh, South Carolina's name off the top of my head, but like... Matt Miller did his draft, his latest mock draft, and he's got eight wide receivers with first-round grades. Like, if they ended up with Malik Neighbors from LSU, I'm perfectly fine with that. I'd be okay with that. I'm per- Like, because, yes, yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. is an amazing wide receiver. He's by far the best wide receiver in the draft. I'm not saying he's not. But I'm saying that if you can get enough draft capital from another team where you get another first-round pick next year, where you get another first-round pick this year, you swap with them, you get your second pick back from trading for Montez Sweat, you get a boatload of picks from a team, but you have to go back to five, and you don't get Marvin Harrison Jr., but you could get a stud defensive end, and then maybe later with your own pick, you can take Malik Neighbors. That's not the worst thing in the world. It's not. Let's get to the song of the night. Each night around 6.50, we play for you the song of the night. Turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for... What dial? There's, there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Ah, exp- uh, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, Liv. Tonight's song. We go to Story of the Year, Until the Day I Die, from 2003. It's your song of the night. Put on your guy liner. Tight pants.
A bunch yep. of people in our Twitch chat Go right ahead. now. Love it. Twitch.tv slash ESP1000 Chicago that love this song. Well, you know what this is? Uh, so this song from 2003 is an era of music that really uh, we enjoyed because this was like as we matured out of high school into college, into the real world. Like th- this was the type of music that was big back oh, in the early yeah. 2000s. Yeah. I know for a fact he is not listening tonight. But this is definitely a song that Connor McKnight would enjoy. Oh, absolutely. Like, there's no way Connor's listening no. to this show tonight. No, but no, like, no, If no. this was a summer night and White yeah. Sox baseball was following us yeah. on ESPN 1000, this would certainly be a song that Connor would enjoy. Yeah. You put this right up there with, let's see how many we can name. Uh, story of the year, you could go with As I Lay Dying. You could go with Finch. The, you could go use? with The Use. Oh, The Use. The Use are great. I mean, listen to the screaming. Oh, that's oh. good. Love it. On a Friday night. I just saw Finch uh, at Riot Fest this summer. I've seen Story of the Year before. Really? <laughs> of course I have. I mean, come on. I went to War, I went to war Tour. They have like exactly two songs. They had, yeah, I was surprised. That was about it. Yeah. Yeah, they had one and a half songs. They had one and a half songs. All right. Brand new. But we don't really talk about brand new anymore. Can't do that. Uh <laughs> But there were so many of these. Oh, this is the best part. looked exactly yeah, the same. They had the long hair that was covering sure. one eye. They had the guy liner on. Baggy they had jeans? Gr- no, not baggy jeans. Oh, some they had, had baggy they jeans. Had, they had girls' jeans on, dude. A <laughs> lot of them wore women's jeans. I'm not even kidding you. That was a thing. My sister was deep into this scene. Oh, and a she? lot of them wore women's jeans. She would give you her jeans. No, not, not my sister. I would not fit into my sister's jeans. She's a much smaller person. <laughs> All right. Story of the year. Until the day I die. It's your song of the night from 2003. Touch that dial because it's time for what dial? There's there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an. Exp- ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdullah's song of the night. Yo, Larry. Legit, a dude walking past our studios heard the music. Hell yeah. Stopped. Yeah. Headbanged for the final ten seconds. Yes. Stood, looked at us in the eye, pointed at us, just kept walking. Hell yeah. It made his night. That's we'll the be best back part. in two minutes. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago.